Hello there. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm Colleen Klimczak, organizational coach and certified professional organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. Want to finish strong with me this week? Join me for Finish Line Friday every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Central for a two-hour productivity session. Drop me a line at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or follow the Zoom Room link on my Instagram or Facebook pages. I have spent time in podcasts and articles and newsletters this year, even just this summer, talking about how much easier life is when we leave a few bags packed. And so specifically, I've talked about uh, my bag of chargers, right? Or my toiletry bag for travel and my go bag for work. It is great to have those things ready to grab and go, knowing that they and you or me are ready for everything, right? I love that. However, I want to take a step back on the you are ready part and recognize that while there are some bags that need to stay packed, there are more that should not stay packed. So over the summer, I've shared photos or videos on my social media platforms about, you know, hey, this is, it's a five bag day, or even I think once I had a six bag day, I think six was the most, thank goodness. And let me explain. So there are many days in my life that require more than one bag. The number of bags on those days mentioned were a measure of the complexity of my calendar. As in, one post shared, today is a five-bag day. I have a client in the morning, then a presentation in the afternoon, and then I go straight to a school board meeting after that. Which means, as I leave my house in the morning, I had five or six bags. The first is my everyday bag, right? Mine's a backpack, not a purse, but you know, imagine whatever that would be that people haul around with them every day. Next, I have my go bag that I take with me every workday with extra chargers, a change of clothes since occasionally organizing is dirty work, maybe a car snack, a raincoat, etc. And that bag is always packed and is sitting right next to my back door right now as I record. That day, I also had my cooler bag for lunch. I packed my lunch to save time and money and to eat healthy. Um, And then that day specifically, I needed a bag with my clothes to change into from organizing clothes into, you know, a little snazzier presentation clothes. And then there was the bag that had my laptop and the content for my presentation. And in that case, also my stuff for board work. Phew, that is a lot of stuff. At one of those summer presentations, a participant suggested I just needed to carry one really big bag to hold everything I needed for that day. But he realized, as soon as he suggested that, that just one bag would have been huge and would have been too heavy for me to move around. So we can't do it that way if that was one of your solutions for me. 
So anyway, I ran into a friend over the summer and she mentioned that she loved the many bag day posts because we all feel like that some days with the variety of roles and responsibilities that we hold. And what I said to this friend when she mentioned that she loves that and it's really resonated with her, I mentioned that I needed to do a part two that reminds all of us that we also need to unpack the bags at the end of the day. And that is where we are headed today, the unpacking, which is literal, actual unpacking, but also an analogy for completion. So I started out talking about how a few bags need to stay packed, but most don't. And I mean, seriously, at the end of the day, most bags need unpacked. Now, okay, maybe it's the next morning, right? So if you don't get home till late, I'll give you 24 hours. I guess I don't really want to, but I get it. But for the most part, all of those bags, we're going to turn it back to me here. Sorry. Um, I don't want to judge anyone else. But for the most part, all of those bags, once I'm completed with doing all those things, they all come home and the stuff comes back out of the bag because in the bag is not where the stuff lives. It should live away, right? So in a bag, in this case, is not away. And we do need to put our things away if we ever expect to find them or use them again. We need to put our things away because it's likely we have to pack another bag the next day or the day after with other things in it for that day's responsibilities. Now, a couple things. All of this is assuming a finite amount of things, right? A finite amount of bags, a finite amount of clothes for work or for presentations. And I always assume a boundary, right? I always assume that there are limits. But anyway, so I also put my things together in different combinations from day to day because that's as it should be as well. That just makes sense. But the point is, sure, it could be a six bag day, but then I'm going to come home and I'm going to unpack the lunch bag because day old lunch remains in a cooler bag are gross. Or I'm going to unpack the clothes that I wear for work or from my presentation. Those need to go in the hamper if they're ever going to get washed and put back into rotation. A client mentioned that their child's soccer bag had to be unpacked every day because all of that stuff needs to be washed regularly, right? My board of education work comes out of the bag because I need to take care of tasks. And I also need to put the binder away after I pulled the tasks out that I need to complete. A truly successful day for me means that at the end of the day, I've completed all the things I wanted to complete while serving others, right? So, and part of that process and the signal that everything is done is that all of those bags have come back in the house, been emptied completely, and are away, as are their contents. So, full bags, partial bags, bags when we don't even know what's in them. What does this all have to do with procrastination, productivity, organizing, right? Let's, let's figure out where, where, what you want to say about that. So here's where I want to shift to thinking about the analogy of the bags. So let's think about what I've said for the last few minutes in terms of activation and completion. So I planned to go places and do things. I packed stuff to go with me to do the things. 
so that I have the tools and accessories to do the things. And then I successfully did the things. Yay! I come home and now I'm actually finishing the things. Yes, finishing. Because finishing is a tough one for some of us. We're not always so good at that. Sometimes we procrastinate on starting and other times we procrastinate on finishing. So, you know, yay us. We start the work awesome, right? Also, yay us. We did the work. We persevered, completed the work. Good. But now we need to finish. And for me, as the example, finishing means unpacking the bag, putting all the stuff away, getting ready for the next day's work, right? So completed work is great, but the job is not done until it's all away. And when we shift our thinking to encompass the steps around completion, we set ourselves up to succeed next time. Another example, I made jam a couple of weeks ago, and that was great. I learned how to make jam. I can be proud of the new skills that I acquired, and it was really good jam. But the work wasn't totally done until the kitchen was clean and the pot was actually washed and put away, right? So jam made and all the stuff away was really the finish line. Completion. The work is done, but we also need to have things put away. Sometimes we procrastinate on the done part, right? So I did all the work, great, but now here it all sits. Metaphorically and literally speaking, I have clients who get through that 85% or 90 or 95% of the way done on a project, and then they drop the ball on the last 5%. And that is where mental clutter comes in. That's where physical clutter comes in. Imagine if I just left all those bags packed and laying around my office. And it also is where negative self-talk comes in. For me, that last 5% is the woohoo moment. Do not deprive yourself of that moment. The woohoo, right? We did it. We got it done. We got it all done and complete. And I'm sorry, but the woohoo moment is where it's at. So back to the bag idea. Let's walk through that last 5%. I can take a moment with my bags around me in my office. I can say, yes, I did those things. I served my client well this morning, ate a healthy lunch. I presented today. I knocked it out of the park. I love getting to meet people. Awesome, right? Maybe I safely drove everywhere I needed to go that day. Thank you, Lord, for getting me there safely. And then I ran a board meeting and got my board work done. That's a full day. And now, actually, and also metaphorically, I'm going to unpack it all and put it all away. So my suggestion this week, after you ponder the actual bags and also the other areas of your life where the bag idea applies, is to craft a habit around leaving time at the end of your day to unpack the bags or file the papers or put away the large pot you used while canning jam. So whatever that looks like for you, identify that, right? Awareness and coaching. Awareness is where it starts. So we start with awareness of where we could apply these ideas, and then we can look at how to make it better next time, creating a habit around unpacking those bags and taking a moment to revel in the successes. If you'd like to explore topics like this and coaching for organizing and productivity, drop me a line via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com 
or message me through my social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram. Thanks so much, and I will talk to you next week.